Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg, and today I am going to be talking about surviving a layoff. There's been lots in the news, especially in the tech sector, and I have had clients personally who have been laid off recently, uh, and we have met to kind of go through a checklist. I thought it might be helpful if you or someone you know uh, recently is has been laid off, or there's the potential there. Maybe you're feeling like the possibility is there for you. Always good to plan ahead and think about what your options will be. Now, before I get into sort of the checklist of what to do, I just want to share that this is something that I can personally relate to. I actually got laid off from my job right after my first was born. So My husband and I were both in the financial industry. We were wholesalers. So our clients were financial advisors here in the state of Michigan. I worked up until the week before. I remember doing a presentation. Ironically, it was for the firm that Melissa Joy was at at the time. I had a full-on suit. Of course, my belly was hanging out of it and heels on. And everybody was like, I can't believe you're wearing heels. And I got up and I gave my company at the Times economic update for their firm and their clients. And two days later, I gave birth to my first, my daughter, Jackie. So as you can imagine, after maternity leave and having a nanny and anybody who's gone through the process of hiring a nanny knows that that is not easy, especially my husband and I both had irregular hours, evening meetings, travel, coordinating that was kind of a nightmare. Things were not going well. Fall of 08 was not a wonderful time for anyone, not to mention somebody who uh, is a new mom who's not sleeping very much. However, I got that call and technically I was still covered under FMLA. Um, It was a shock. I mean, I had worked so hard in my career. I had never planned to stay home and both of our incomes were tied to the market and then losing one of those incomes and also at a you know terrible downturn in the market, it was not an easy time. You feel all the emotions. When you get that call, you feel angry, you feel frustrated, you feel out of control. Lots of people laid off on the same day. It was not anything personal, but you take it personally. It feels very personal. Now I know firsthand it's an extremely emotional time. It's, you know, there are a few times in my life where you get that feeling where it's just like everything else around you goes silent. You can feel your face flushing and your eyes welling up and you're just in shock, just complete shock. And I'm not sure exactly when the anger set in, but it really still hasn't left. I still get a little um, angry when I think about it. So it definitely is an emotional time. You're not thinking clearly, even if you are sleeping, as I was not. And it feels so personal. Even if there's so many people laid off, it still feels personal. So I get that. But because it's such an emotional time and you may not be thinking clearly, I thought it would be good to really clearly lay out some things you want to ask on the phone to HR before you even hang up from that call, as well as 
some things to do immediately after help sort of triage your financial situation. One of the first things you're going to want to do when you are talking to HR or immediately following is find out about your last paycheck. You will also need to know the official termination date. So sometimes it's in the future. They may not need you to work right now. They're laying you off, but you may get paid to the end of the month. You may get paid till the end of the following month. You want to ask about that last paycheck, not just when will it be paid, how will it be paid? In some cases, if you have auto deposit, it may actually be a physical check uh, in the mail. So you want to find out about that, make sure they have the right address on file with HR. You know, I don't, I know people don't always notify their HR, especially with everything being automatic, you know, emailed or electronic deposit. So do check that. Then you also want to ask how much. So if you're going to be receiving a severance, will that be in your last paycheck? Will that be separate? That way you can plan ahead uh, to really make your income last while you look for another job or come up with a, a different plan, different career, whatever that may be. You may also want to ask if you're going to be paid for outstanding vacation or personal days. So that may be an additional bump in that last paycheck. And it's just nice to know how much you'll be receiving when that comes through. They're going to ask you if you have any questions and you're just going to probably be blank, right? But an important thing that you're going to want to ask for is a point person. So someone that you can contact later after you've had time to process this, that you could ask questions. They should be giving this to you on this phone call. But again, when I tell you, I heard like sirens in my ears, I was hardly listening. Right. So, and I also wanted to get off the phone really quickly, you know, and, and start processing it with my husband and just figuring out a plan. So a couple other things you want to ask about benefits, medical benefits being really important. If you are covering yourself or you and your spouse or you and your children, you may need to apply for COBRA. It's going to be really important, especially if you have doctor's visits already planned to know when that last day of coverage is going to be, when you're going to need to switch over to that COBRA. Now they will probably again mention this in the call, but it never hurts to ask if they're going to be offering any outplacement services. So a lot of companies offer services where you can get free resume help, LinkedIn profile optimization, cover letter writing, job search strategy. So these kinds of things can come at a cost. Certainly something you want to ask about or look in the fine print on the paperwork that they give you. Now, in my particular case, I'm probably you could hear the twinge in my voice when I was talking about it. But one of the things, again, people are like, why didn't you sue them, right? Because you were still technically on maternity leave and um, you probably were covered. Well, at this point, like I said, things were not going smoothly with trying to work and having a newborn and having my husband also in the same industry traveling. So uh, that was one thing. The other thing is in order to get severance pay, which was very generous, as well as my commission for that, you know, following month after being laid off, I needed to sign legal documents that I accepted that I was laid off and that I would not pursue any other benefits. So keep that in mind that if it is something where, especially if it's like a mass layoff, like we're seeing now, it, it may be that in order to get your severance, you've got to sign off on that. So read the fine print and figure out what it is that you're signing in order to get that final check or that severance amount. But do keep that in mind. Filing for unemployment. You're going to want to do that. And basically, you're going to want to do that as soon as you're no longer working. Again, ask for that termination date. So even if they're giving you pay severance after 
you may have a termination date that's earlier than that date. So do find out that date so that you know when you can officially go ahead and apply for unemployment or put it in the show notes. But there's a really good website that has lots of resources related to unemployment. Now, now that we got through some of the logistics, um, let's get into the financial part of the checklist, like outside of the actual logistics. The first thing you're going to want to do is assess your finances. So if you don't have a good grasp on your budget as far as what's coming in, what's going out, now would be a great time to do it. I am going to link another episode on exactly how to do that. You really want to determine how much do I have in savings right now? How many more paychecks or how, you know, what the size of your last paycheck will be in any severance. So that would be money coming in. If your spouse is working, figure out what their pay is. Again, you may already know this stuff, but a lot of people don't, and I'm not here to shame you if you do not. But now is certainly the time to do that and kind of figure out like how many months can this last, our savings, the severance, so that you can figure out a worst case scenario. And in order to do that, you've got to figure out what that fixed expense is every month and then figure out in that extra what you might be able to cut back on if things are tight. We always encourage you to have three to six months minimum in cash for savings for emergencies just like this. So hopefully you're in that position. Once you get a handle on your cash flow situation and your emergency savings situation, as well as the amount of money you're going to be paid, that is the time when you want to look at what you have at that employer as far as retirement savings, stock options, deferred compensation, and how you are vested in those things. Now, this can be the complicated part, and I certainly recommend that you either talk to somebody, they probably give you a point of contact at your old company to get answers on those things. It may be in the paperwork, but it is very confusing. That's something you may need help with. So do reach out to a financial advisor. We do this at Pearl Planning and can certainly help you get an idea of what you can expect in those benefits. And once you figure that out, as far as what you're going to be receiving, that would be a good time to figure out what you have access to after that emergency savings. And again, that is where you really need a professional, whether it's a CPA or a financial advisor to tell you, you know, what that liquidity looks like and what the taxation is on those assets so that you can make a plan if finding a new job is not as quick as you would like. If you don't have access to assets through those types of plans that I just mentioned, and you don't have a good emergency savings, and you don't have a spouse that works and can cover the bills, that is the time when you want to contact your landlord, your mortgage company, banks, utilities, and explain that you got laid off and do they have any kind of a hardship program or anything that they can do. Sometimes they will not, but if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Now, I did mention earlier that you're going to want to ask if they're providing any type of benefit for you um, as far as help with getting a new job, because a lot of companies are offering that. Um, And if they are, definitely take advantage of that. If they're not, that's when you want to do these things on your own. You want to get your resume brushed off, even if you are able to take some time off with severance pay or with, you know, if you have other sources of income you file for unemployment, you still want to start getting things lined up. So you're going to want to update your LinkedIn profile. 
We do have a great 52 Pearls episode on that topic. So I'm going to link that below. Certainly find some stuff online for free that can help you. Or maybe you do need to hire somebody to help you with that. And that's okay. I know personally, my resume, I don't even know where I'd find my resume, which brings up a good point which is if you were using a company computer and you were checking your 401k balance or your you know, Fidelity account that holds your stock options, make sure that you have all your passwords and that you can log into all of those things that you may not have saved now to your computer because maybe your work computer has been shut down, which it likely has been if you've been laid off. So definitely get those things organized as well. And then just start putting the feelers out, whether you put a post on LinkedIn or change your profile to looking, even if you have some time because the finances are good. This is the time if you have that ability to kind of take your time and make sure your next job is something that is fulfilling and maybe even a better job than what you had before. Start early though. Get those feelers out there. Get everything in line so that if that opportunity does come up, you're ready to go. Now, I hope you found this episode helpful. I am, again, going to link some resources in the show notes if you'd like some additional information. And we do have some episodes that can help you with next steps. Again, give yourself grace. This is emotional. I mean, my layoff was back in 2008. It still makes me shaky talking about it. I have, however, come to terms with the fact that it was not personal. It was not a reflection of my work ethic or my knowledge, my ability It was actually a wonderful thing for myself and my family. I have a more fulfilling career. It's in the same industry that I was in, and I got to take a pause and be with my family. So things worked out for the better. I'm going to say I'm grateful that I was laid off, but I am. I'm grateful that it happened that way because I may not have had the same opportunities that I do today. So take it a day at a time. Give yourself grace. Get through this checklist. And if you need help, reach out to a financial advisor, CPA, friends that have been through it before. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That is so important. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please do share it with others that may be going through this as well. And thank you for listening to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.